Welcome all you Plus 2 Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan, and before we get to our fantastic episode with with just Will, I have to apologize. We didn't have an episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast last week. Uh, unfortunately, I'll be completely transparent with you guys. We are still looking for a new location and a new home for the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast, so please bear with us in this transitional period. Uh, I'll also admit that I had a slew of funerals to attend this week. Uh, Don't worry about me. If you want to give me condolences, what I want you to do is find someone you care about and give them a big hug. That's what I want you to do. But we are back now. We're staying the course, and this is the Will solo episode. Will got jealous by the fact that I got to do a solo episode, so then he had to do a solo episode. So he then did a solo episode... Uh, with his girlfriend and his dog, which is not a solo episode. But here it is anyway. This is him driving to his Thanksgiving. So please enjoy this special On the Road with Plus Two Comedy episode. But before you do, i got to tell you about some upcoming shows, because I can finally say this out loud. On January 6th, Plus Two Comedy goes to MAGFest. Yes, in National Harbor, Maryland, we will be there January 6th only at MAGFest. So please come and see us. We've never been at MAGFest before, so we are happy to make our MAGFest debut. And you might be saying to yourself, but Noah, that's the same weekend as KatoriCon. Well, don't you fret. We are still going to be at KatoriCon at Gloucester County on January 7th. Because we're dumb, and we're stupid, and we don't care about our bodies or sleep. So we're going to try to do both of them back-to-back. MAGFest January 6th, KatoriCon January 7th. If you want to see us at KatoriCon, I highly recommend you get your tickets now, because that convention sells out every year. So please, come see us at MAGFest or KatoriCon. I doubt anyone's going to do both. But you can do both if you want. Uh, Also, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Winter Reven. And Winter Reven's ad is written in first person for some reason. So I'm going to do the best impression I can of however they sound. Merry meeting, everyone. I'm Winter Reven, and I have over 15 years of experience in tarot readings. I am offering video email tarot readings. It's like a phone reading or an in-person, but only through video. When you're ready to order, simply click on the online store at the bottom of this podcast. And thank you so much for visiting, and always blessed be. I, I assume that's how Winter Reven sounds. So please click below and get your free, your free, no, pay for your tarot reading. It's amazing. Uh, I might actually have my tarot reading on this podcast. We're working on it. But now, after super a lot of ado, take it away, Will and Diana in the car. Hi, and welcome, I forget, you know I've been doing the podcast for like three years, and I just now forgot how now opens it. I think only Noah can open it, because he's got that voice, and he's got the whole, like, manic talking real fast thing. He's very manic. Well, he always does the, let's start this bad boy, and I realize that he's said that since we've started the podcast, and he always says it right before he records, so no one but me knows that he does that. Well, now and, everybody else knows and that now I've it. Ju- well, hopefully this will work. If this doesn't work, uh, maybe we'll do something at the house. 
We could do a science podcast with all my nope. stupid genius science nope. cousins. Nope. No? I'm against science. You're against science? <laughs> I'm kind of against science, yeah. We talked about this, science wars. Yeah, we, you were against being in a science uh, scenario. Like some, I imagine that was someone making you do science. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I said that both war and science are very stressful for me. Yeah, they're equally stressful. <laughs> like, you drop me in the middle of a battlefield, and I'll probably be like, eh, I think I'll just go home, and you put me into a chemist lab and tell me to mix chemicals, and I'll be like, I'm going to blow everything up. See, those are two very different, because obviously, I mean, a battlefield would be stressful, obviously. Yes. And, but I feel like I could, I'd be stressed because I don't want to die, but at least if somebody's like, here's a shooty thing, uh, point it, yes, you know, a shooty thing, and point it at those guys, I'd be like, all right. Also, there's a dog here. Dugan! (laughs) That wasn't Dugan, that was me. He doesn't. Don't look at me like that. He's judging you. He's right judging me. Uh, I'm all over the place. I but science would be stressful because I didn't know what the hell I'm doing. Not that I know what I'm doing in a war. I call Brian. Yeah. I call Brian. How do I science? Am I gonna blow something up? I'll probably be like, yes, yes, you're gonna blow yeah, something up. It's gonna be fine. Likely. Uh, so this is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. <laughs> Coming to you from uh, I-295, heading north towards Princeton, uh, we're doing a car cast, which is a thing we do when we're bored, usually when we're coming back from conventions, so we can talk about how weird or fun or terrible the convention was. Uh, but this time it's Thanksgiving, and we're on our way to Thanksgiving dinner with my family. Thanksgiving lunch! Linner. Linner? Linner. Linner. It's one o'clock. It's too early. Wait. Too early for dinner. I don't that, I think that was a decision on the other side of the family that's having this. But that was not a Millar decision. The obscenely uh, early dinner. Yeah. Decision? Or the a Liam decision. Not, not to break the fourth wall of my my comedy character. Who is me with a different last name? Uh, okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, they were, we are, a, my family is elite, elite people, and we eat elite dinner. I'm elite people, too. Yeah, it's the better way to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's something else. I don't know, now I'm thinking about science, science wars. Don't think about, I'm going to have a panic attack if you keep thinking about science wars. What? You, you're going to have a panic attack because of what I'm thinking about? Yes. That's so. Sympathy panic attacks. Look, man, I... How do you know what I'm thinking about? I don't... Well, uh... Oculancy? You don't... You're not a... Whatever that word was. Oculancy? That's the thing that... That's the Dave hair. teaches Harry. Yeah, the thing Oh, that it did... All right. Because they... Uh, in... We're talking about Fantastic Beasts now. This is... This is why Noah exists. Is that I... I can ramble about anything. And Noah is the conductor of my ramble train. Okay. And he, he keeps things focused and transitions from subject to subject. My mind will just jump from Harry Potter to uh, the Predator back to Science Wars, and I'm sorry, but I'm sharing. Yeah, that's that. My brain works like that too. So, so this will be uh, a segueless dog, podcast. Dog, do you want to do segways? No. And he wants to sleep. But if we want to talk about Fantastic Beasts, uh, we, we, we 
recently went to go see. This is Diana. Oh, yeah. Also that's... did not cover that. Oh, man, you suck at this, Will. I do suck at this. Uh, hopefully the audio on this is just terrible and I'll delete it. Uh, Diana DeVault from Novelty Reads and also my girlfriend. <laughs> yes, yes, those are my defining characteristics. Yeah, the two things you do in your life. Yes, my business card says that, actually. <laughs> girlfriend or, or Will's girlfriend? Uh, well, uh, Will's girlfriend. I'm not just anybody's girlfriend. I can't just get That's my true. business card out to people. They'd be like, girlfriend, girlfriend, I think girlfriend. noted girlfriend would be a good business card, noted though. Gr- you know what? That reduces me to a label, okay? <laughs> Way to pigeonhole me like that. Okay. And it's novelty, not novelty reads. But it's, it's not novelty reads? No, it's just novelty. What's novelty reads? I found that on Twitter. Novelty reads is like uh, a handle that I go by when novelty is not available. Uh, so I've definitely seen it somewhere. Yeah, probably. Okay. Good, we got that out of the way. Yeah, okay. And uh, we recently went to see Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yo, man, can we can we talk about this? Cause spoilers, though? Now I want to talk about the Predator. Yeah, okay, we can talk about because the because uh, the pyramids in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, or the there. That's a mountain. That's very clearly a mountain. Well, whatever. I mean, it's, that's not what the article said. But yeah, there was an article on Facebook. This is so all over the place. There was an article on Facebook, which means it, it's real, and it was a uh, a rock formation got uncovered. I didn't even read the thing. I don't even know how legit the story is at all. But the rock looks vaguely like a pyramid. And so a lot of some people were freaking out. And you know what? It's we live in a post uh, fact world. So why can't I just believe that it's a Cthulhu pyramid? Sure. Yeah. Or a, or a alien versus predator pyramid. Which that's better because Cthulhu, I think everyone just goes insane. Whereas with the predator, if I can, you know, this will never happen. But if I can like best an, uh, an alien, a xenomorph, then he'll befriend me, and I'll have a predator friend. Is that how that works? If you can show a predator that you're pretty badass, yeah, they make friends with you. That's actually really cool. That's that frequently uh, a big theme in the all the predator comics. My favorite is there's a chick who uh, she does something to a predator, and she made him really mad. But she's also but he also predators really like uh, fights. So if they think you're a, a fight, like a good fight, then they they lose their. We haven't cursed yet, right? I don't think so. All right, good. I'm they really lose... trying because last time I got yelled at, so I'm really really trying. Yeah, I got yelled at too because the last the last podcast we did in Noah's house, I got yelled at for cur- I thought we could curse and we could not. Well, you're doing good, I think. All right. Yeah, they lose their stuff and like want, and they want to fight. So he's pursuing this chick through a bunch of the other Predator comics. And then she, the story, that storyline disappears. And then later on, this there's this dude fighting xenomorphs, and a bunch of predators show up. And one of them is just a female human, okay. dressed like a predator. All right. And I don't know. I, I freaked out because that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Apparently, she just got she got inducted into predator society. So if there was a predator on Antarctica and it did make its way to New Jersey, New Jersey. <laughs> Uh, what what would you do? Would your first instinct be to befriend it, or would you try and Here's like save people? Thing. Like, how, what what was your plan of action? Be? Well, the, luckily, uh, to save people, you just have them not. Which is why I think Americans would be set if they, he doesn't think we're sporting to hunt and kill. Okay. And we're all fat and lazy. I feel like predator would be like, mm. gotta move somewhere else. Yeah, nothing here. Moving on. That's good to know. Yeah, so that we've 
oh, maybe that's been the plan all along. Maybe our forefathers knew that there were predators in Antarctica. They knew that they'd get free one day. And so we've slowly made America the laziest country so we'd be safe from the predator incursion. I feel like our forefathers could not have, like, planted the seeds of laziness with us. Maybe they just predicted our downfall. <laughs> but then what did they think our downfall would be? The hubris? <laughs> Abstract concepts. Yeah, maybe. We wouldn't handle them well. We don't. That's true, we don't. Well, uh, some of us don't anyway. Yeah. I love abstract concepts. I am an abstract concept. That's true, you are. So, Fantastic Beasts and uh, Where to yeah. Find Them features uh, zero predators. So, I will now point off for that, now that I've realized that. But I couldn't contribute to a predator discussion because I've never... I haven't seen it since I was, like, nine. Okay. Wait, you only saw the first one? I saw first predator and then i saw alien versus predator oh all right see that's a bad jump it's a really bad jump yeah yeah because predator is a great movie predator 2 is a le- it's a less good movie it's a way more fun movie and danny glover fights the predator i think we'll have to do a marathon because i vague i barely the only thing i remember about predator is that it can track you by heat yeah he's got heat vision and i thought that was really cool and uh and he's invisible Yes, it's a, uh, I forget what they call it, there's a fancy name for it, but he's active camouflage, and then Predators is actually, I, I really like that movie too, uh, <laughs> Fantastic Beasts. Let's get back to something them. I can actually talk about, yeah. Okay, so no Predator, uh, but despite that, it was still, I thought, a really good movie. I believe you. What? I believe you. I know. Um, Are we talking about Fantastic Beasts or Predator? Because I thought no, it was Fantastic like, okay, Beasts. Okay, okay, fine. Okay. Well. I'm just, I'm just saying that there was the Predator was not in it, and okay. that usually hurts a movie. But this movie managed to be good despite there being no yes, Predator. Yes, because Eddie Redmayne was on it. Yes. Uh, and Eddie Redmayne is in uh, Jupiter Ascending. He is. He creates life. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted him to yell that so bad. I wanted him to do it in every movie. But I feel like uh, Jupiter Ascending would be a good transition to get a Predator into Fantastic Beasts. we got to get off this. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Harry Potter movie. Uh, pleasantly uh, bereft, I think I'm using that right, of, uh, of Harry Potter and Harry Potter things. Sure, yeah. In, the, in that, like, the original story. I, I was a little worried, like... That it would be an expansion pack Harry Potter movie? Yeah, or that annoying thing where it's like Eddie Redmayne's like, I'm friends with Dumbledore, and oh, look, there's my friend Minerva McGonagall, and it, like just all the characters would show up again, and you'd be like, oh, I get it. Yeah, no, it didn't really hinge on anything. Yeah, it barely, it mentioned Hogwarts once or twice, and it mentioned it mentioned Dumbledore, and that was it. Everything else was standalone, and I really like that, and I like, like, I was worried uh, little baby Voldemort would show up, and who apparently was born the year the movie takes place, though. Tom Riddle? Yeah, if I, my internet research is correct. He's born in 1906. I don't remember it. Or not, uh, 1926, I think. Now I don't know when that movie took place. I, I, can, I can't keep the timeline straight in my head. I don't think the actual, I don't think J.K. Rowling can keep the timeline straight in her head, either. That's true. But I think it was 1926, it was after World War II. 
or World War One, which ended in 1918. Uh, it is gone. <laughs> did, you, did you lose your thought? I lost my thought. Uh, we were talking about Voldemort. Baby Voldemort. <laughs> no, we weren't talking about Baby Voldemort. We kind of were. You segued into it. You were like, Baby Voldemort. Well, I'm glad place. he wasn't he it, wasn't there. Yeah, it, it, you were talking about how it doesn't hinge on other Harry Potter. It also, and it, feature, it goes heavily into my, I always, uh, Grindelwald is, if you don't know Harry Potter, you should probably just turn this off because I think we're going to get deep into it. Grindelwald was vaguely mentioned in the original books and movies. I don't think he came up in the movies, actually. He was in the movies, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. They do the flashback where he stole the Elder Wand. Yeah. Um, but I always found him a more interesting character than Voldemort. Because Voldemort was kind of a cartoony, like, I'm evil and I like it and I know it and I'm friends with evil things. And Grindelwald was, well, he was Hitler. It wasn't very subtle. But he was just, he what he thought he was doing was for the greater good of Europe. Person, like, so he he doesn't think he's being evil. Or Voldemort, he's just ha he's having fun with it, which it doesn't make for a terrible villain. I like a villain that sometimes is just like, ah, it's fun to be bad. But uh, Grindelwald, I just thought was more interesting, and he looks like he's gonna be the uh, the main antagonist for all the movies, all the thirty-two movies that J.K. wants to do. Dude, I'm fine with that. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. I want uh, Harry Potter Avengers, though, if we're going to... I want Marauders. Yeah, Marauders. I would be hesitant, just... I don't know. I like the Marauders. I, they're just one of those things that are so popular with Harry Potter fans, it almost put a bad taste in my mouth for them. I would like Marauders if they make James Potter a horrible person for most of it. I mean... I, I, in defense of James uh, James Potter, almost all teenagers, almost yeah, all teenage I know. boys are asses. But we, we, Harry Potter always had this, like, Christ-like vision of his father, and I, because his father died before he was born, and he died protecting him, and so he got this, like, hero status, and then it was this big reveal when Snape shows him, like, no, your father was a horrible person, something, which children do, but it was just so shocking to go from, like infallible hero to a human being who was not great all the time. Yeah, but I liked Harry's reaction to it, because he didn't, he, he was just like, okay, so my dad was kind of an asshole, all right? Yeah, no, no, I, I like Harry. That. My thing is that the general Harry Potter fans didn't go through the same, like, learning process that Harry went through. They are still like, oh, James Potter's great. I love him. Lily and James forever. Dude, I don't know. At least my Harry Potter friends don't really like James Potter. No, my, the people I knew fucking... Mm. Don't do it, Will! Wow. <laughs> Let's see if I can fix that. Uh, they love James Potter. And all all the Marauders. I like Lupin the best. Well, Lupin is the best. I was going to say, Lupin's the only... Sirius is alright. But Lupin's good, uh, and the rest are all awful people. All the other two. You mean Peter? Yeah, who's a murderer. Yes. And James, who's a bully. A bully, yes. And Sirius just doesn't... You know, he was, he was pretty legit. I, I like Sirius. Yeah, Sirius seems to be... Especially... Sirius was set up to be a jerk because yeah. he was raised by jerks, and he wasn't. Yeah. And James was a jerk for no reason. We didn't really learn about his family. James, yeah, no, we didn't, not really. Because we learn, we know about Lily's, because that's Harry's 
family too. Yeah. <laughs> is James. They, they only briefly mentioned James. James's family, I think. Because he, I in my head imagine him as this like Ivy League like uh, northeastern like legacy family, but I've brought that myself. Yeah, I can. I, I agree with that. I think he was a fam- from a family of pure bloods. Like I think he, his family was pure. Man, I feel like a ra- I feel like a terrible person for saying that. Harry Potter has a heavy racial theme to it. I know it. it does, it does, and that's why I liked Fantastic Beasts because it really. Yeah, I liked what you had because we, we discussed this before. Because two of the thing, like two of the big themes, is that one, uh, Muggle uh, wizard relations are no match, which is a much less good word. Yeah, it's a less good word. Uh, no matches and wizard relations is a lot. Uh, yeah, it's verboten. It's it's regulated. There, although like it seemed this theme was that American wizards are more segregated than English wizards, but English wizards never interacted with Muggles. Period. In any of the stories, it's not like they're great for that either. But I mean, it was expressly forbidden. Yeah, the big thing in apparently in America, uh, wizards can't marry no matches, and I equated that to race, because it, it's in the 20s, and that was, probably, that was a law in a lot of places in America, but you pointed out that that's probably more uh, sexuality-oriented rather than race. At least that's what I got from it. No, but that makes sense, because uh, there's magical, the other magical races are there, and they seem to have a lot more rights than English, like uh, house elves, and there's house elves straight up with clothes. Yeah. Which means they're free, which was a super rare thing, according to Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, there was a troll in a bar just hanging out, which I thought was cool. Yeah, and didn't the goblin run the underground? Yeah, and there's a goblin crime boss. So, they, which I think is more reflective of America today, where racially we do a lot, which doesn't seem that way, but we do a lot better than European countries, which is seems sad because we're not great. But sexually, yeah, we're, we lag behind. So I thought that was a cool... I don't know. It was very well done. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, it, was, it was a lot darker than I was expecting, too. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> also, does, uh... uh Makusa is the magical... Magical Congress of the United States of America, which they shortened to Makusa. Yeah. Just has agents who are like... Or, I guess they are ors. They call them ors. Yes. Uh, they can just order executions, apparently. Apparently, <laughs> According, yes. Like, at one point, uh, Colin Farrell's like, uh, kill Eddie Redmayne. And no one was like, no, he's too handsome. I would I would never. That was the most unrealistic part of the movie, right there. It was like, yeah. they were just willing to let that beautiful beautiful boy die. <laughs> okay. And that the, the execution team knew the other, the female lead, uh, Tina, and was, like, fine with killing her. Yeah, and, and they're... they're their executions are super like creepy. Actually, yeah. they make you think. They make you kill yourself. Yeah, not a fan of that. Yeah, it was not. It was not. It was not good times, man. Although to be fair, uh, England, I don't think executes people. They just lock you up in a hell prison with horrible nightmare monsters that suck the happiness from you. Ask Ben. Yeah. So that might that might be worse. Magical law enforcement uh, needs a lot of reform, I think. Get on that well. I will write some letters to see if I can get JK to change the story on Twitter, like she does. 
I, I did think it was weird that this this is the first movie, and it was called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And I get that they did that because it was the book about Newt's commander. Yeah. Uh, Magical Beasts seemed kind of shoehorned in, other than that's what Newt likes to do. Mm-hmm. But the plot had that was like this weird side story. Yeah, because I mean the whole the whole point. Well, I don't even care. The whole point of you coming to America was for a magic beast. Yeah, but then as soon as he got here, he got wrapped up in shenanigans, and that was no longer... Because his magical beast escaped, and he landed himself in trouble. Yes, but, like, the whole... The... the not crux. Like, the whole drive of the movie for it to be a movie was the Obscurus, not the magical beasts. Right, because eventually... Well, I mean... The magical beasts were the catalyst. Yeah, alright. And then he just kind of got wrapped up in American politics. Yeah, as you do. Yeah. Well, European... Grindelwald is not American. He's causing... He's the one causing some problems. Yeah, no, he's... I don't don't even know. Like, did he just think America was an easy target? Is that what was... I think he was... hmm, I bet we have more obscurists than other yeah, places because we we're more likely to repress wizards because we're more segregated between wizard and people wizard yeah, and nomad true. so I think he thought because that's the other thing is that he's, he really wants an obscurus he was there hunting one and I bet they're more common because the English was because eh, somebody said there there weren't obscurus obscuri yeah obscurals. the um, the president of the whatever magical council thing the long acronym. Makuza. Makuza. Yeah, she was like, oh, what well, Obscurus haven't been seen in, like, forever. Although that might just be, like, politics. Like, global warming's not a thing. Yeah, I mean, as, I... As water fills the room. I assume it became less uh, common when schools started popping up to teach witches and wizards mm-hmm. about their powers and how to use them. So I assume, like, they, they just became rarer because education became more accessible. Yes. But I, I bet... If they're anywhere, it's probably America. Yeah, I agree. That's 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 what the movie's about. It's about it's magical uh, nightmare poltergeists and where to find them. Yes. Which is Grindelwald's uh, less fun book. Yes, he he wrote one (laughs) to repudiate Newt's. He was like, nope, this isn't how really it goes. And Newt's like, but okay, no. Although, I read um, that Newt, in the actual Harry Potter lore, was kind of not the best person ever, because he was the one that started the werewolf registry. I'd like that. I'd like for him to have flaws and not just be, like, bumbling and adorable. I I would rather him be bumbling and adorable, but... Yeah, I like, I like my characters to be flawed people. But I, it's Eddie Redmayne, man. Yeah, I mean, he's, he wanted to juice Earth for life potion. He's no. not a great guy all the time. No, he's not. That's true. I'll have to accept this. <laughs> and then he didn't want to marry Mila Kunis, right? Not That really. was a, the other brother? Yeah, the other brother wanted to marry her. He okay. just kind of wanted to be like, now we're hopping back to... Uh, hopping I think back we covered to... everything in Harry Potter. It's a good movie. Uh, finally, a Harry Potter movie with a muggle. Which I, I like some representation. Oh, Jacob Kowalski, yeah. Yeah. He was really great, and a lot of people are saying he was like a, like a, 
sort of extension of J.K. Rowling himself because they have the same sort of initials and sounding of the name. Mm. All right. I was really deep into the Harry Potter Reddits after Fantastic Beasts came out. Well, I we, like, yeah, I, I know I delved in because I, I was just scrolling on Twitter after the movie. It was like it was midnight. No I think. spoilers, Will. I don't think it's. Yeah, all right. It, it spoils a little bit. Never mind. There's a, a thing that it's not brought up in the movie, but if you know Harry Potter lore, you're like, ooh, that's that's big. And where everybody online is waiting to see if that becomes the drive of the new movies or if that's just something J.K. forgot about and will not come up at all. I can't see, imagine. See, it seems so unlikely. Yeah, I can't imagine nobody was in the room. Like, a Harry Potter fan wasn't in the room being like, wait, wait a sec, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you think happened, she'd hire, like, one nerd to go with her to conventions and on Twitter? before she tweets something to be like, is this right? And then the Harry Potter would be like, well, I, yeah, correct. Don't make them talk <laughs> like that. Why, so rude. <laughs> That's what I sound like when I talk about Harry Potter. No, because you were talking about Harry Potter ten minutes ago and you did not sound like that. Yeah, but it comes off like I'm, because we didn't get any, like, the real, Okay, you know. yeah, all right. I think we covered it. And now I want to defend uh, Jupiter Ascending because if this if this does go up, Noah has to put it up and Noah has to be part of a podcast that supports Jupiter Ascending yeah, I'm as a great this plan. movie. Uh, I don't know that it... Yeah, it was a great movie. That, that, never mind. All right, you're, hold on. I, I, let me... It's not a great movie. It's not a. It's not a technically like. Yeah, it's not. Movie. It's not what you'd call a well-written movie. Dude, it's like um, my teenage fanfiction came to life. Yeah, it is straight up, uh, sci- pulp sci-fi Mary Mary Sue fanfiction. But I don't. It's like un. It doesn't try to be anything else, and I think that's what makes it so good. It's not. Some movies that are that, and then they try to masquerade like they're not that. If that makes sense, and it makes the movie come off as like crap because you're like, oh, you that uh, call it snakes on a plane symbol. Okay, yeah. We were all super excited for this dumb movie with a dumb plot that was just gonna be, and then they tried to make it somewhat serious, and you're like, no, God, you, it's called snakes on a plane. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Jupiter Ascending is just pure sci-fi frosting and no cake. Yeah. So it hurt your tummy a little bit, but it's totally worth it while you're eating it. I agree. I, I thought it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. And and you were like, you doubted me. You were like, I don't know. I didn't like it until, because the, be, the beginning's a little slow. And then there's like a, the, the what's his name? Chan- no, Channing Tatum's. Uh, oh, Cage. Cade? Cage? Or Cade? Cade. Cade. Something. Something yeah, Cade has like a uh, CGI starfighter fight with another CGI starfighter and it was really crappy. And, and I was like, I don't like this movie. It's dumb. But everything from that point on is amazing. I think that's when they stopped like trying to be like uh, Star Wars and were just like, you know what? We'll just be dragons in space. It's fine. Dragon dogs in space. Are they dragon dogs? Well, he's a well, Cade's a dog. Yeah. But they're space dragons. They're space... I don't even know if they're... Dra- they're like oh, lizards. He, I don't know. He's got dragon wings. Well, Cade's a dog, too, and he's got wings. He has bird wings, right? 
I don't know. They got taken away from him. Yeah, but he had him at the end. They did have him again. Yeah, I think it was like a. He's a got hawk, angel wings. I don't know. He's got hawk wings. Yeah, but when they're on a person, they're angel wings. That's fine. They're angel wings. You didn't have bug. There's only three types of wings. There's bat dragon wings. There's bug wings, and there's angel wings. And those are the only three wings you can put on stuff. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like the entire fantasy genre would disagree with you. Well, like, what other kind of wings are there? I, I, I'm not... I'm saying this from a fantasy genre point. I've never seen any but anything but those three types of wings. Well, I mean, like, are you talking about material? Because I've seen things with stone wings. No, I mean, uh, uh, design, I design. guess. Like, what it looks like. They either look like bat and or dragon, which is just bat wings. Dragons have bat wings. Okay. Bird wings, which are angel wings. Yes. Or bug wings, which is less common, but a type of wing I've seen from time to time. Okay, yeah. I thought you meant material. No, no, I mean in aesthetics. Okay. Aesthetically speaking, there's only three types of wings. So what wing would you want? Would I want? Yeah. Ooh. I, th- I would want bat wings, I think. I'd want to look kind of like cool, little kind of vampire-y. I think I'd go with the bird wings. You go with the angel wing? Well, that's fine. Well, well, why do you call the angel wings? I don't because that's what angels are just people with bird wings. And that's what you look like with, with if you have bird wings. You look like an angel aesthetically. But that's fine. Now we make a cool poster when we stand next to each other. We'll just like, our wingspans will... Well, it'll be, it'll be me with devil wings and you with angel wings and we'll be kissing... And there'll be a dog. You've thought this out a lot. Yeah, I, I, I have some stick figure drawings. There's like a... In my creativity box. There's like a camera and a tripod in the back seat, isn't there? No, why? If we don't have wings, why would we film that? We draw them on. Uh, Add them in a <laughs> Oh, wait, I like this. <laughs> oh, God. Nope. What did I sign us up for? Nope. No, I, I take it back. You can't. I take it back. I have the camera and the tripod. Damn it. Oh uh, yeah, and I'm gonna have my family try to look like Last Supper style, and we'll be standing <laughs> up on the table. Oh, I like this a lot. Standing up, man. Your <laughs> family already thinks you're pretty weird. Well, but I'm definitely. In two miles, take exit 67A, 67B toward New Brunswick, US 1 North. Our fourth podcast member is my GPS, Google Maps. Uh, Google Maps is here to promote um, their new podcast, which is where you put in where you want to go and it tells you where to go. Go Google. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Jupiter Ascending is a really fun movie. And Noah is wrong because he disagrees. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I Noah, we're not saying it's a good movie, as I... We're just gonna tear Noah apart while he's not here to defend himself. I would not tear him apart. I just think I will uh, in terms of Jupiter ascending. Well, I mean, you you can I mean, I, he, <laughs> he reserves his right to not like this movie, and I reserve the right. Yeah, to but he doesn't just wrong. not like it. He's like he's out to get it. He's against this movie, and that's he's what like, I don't like. He's like anti. Yeah, like, I feel like he comes. He's anti Jupiter ascending. Like it's not okay. It's fine if you don't like it. You know, it, you, if you don't like fun. You know, that's a problem with you. Mild mannered Noah Hoolhan is an anti fan <laughs> of, of Jupiter Ascending. Is think, that what you're telling me? I think, yeah, I think he would stand by that. 
if he's actively I'm against gonna text him. I'm going to ask him about it. <laughs> we got to suck. In a half mile, take exit 67A, 67B toward New Brunswick, US 1 North. My phone right now? Your dog. dog. Mm -hmm. Yes, your dog is sitting on me. <laughs> but no, you're getting a text. This yeah, is we'll in figure. In the future, yeah. <laughs> you'll be getting a text from me. I got it. Uh, but I kind of remember where we are. So, I think we covered a lot of important stuff. I think we covered, like, none. No, we covered stuff. Fantastic Beasts, and we're going to find that them. That is so important. There's a review for people. I feel like that wasn't really a review as much as it was, like, just rambling about things we liked about them. Yeah, or whether scenes should or should not have had the Predator, and they all should have. Yeah, that's that's. Oh, uh, what buddy. a great... If he was trying to get them all back in his case before the Predator killed them. Or he, he was to trying to catch the predator for his case. Ooh, if he's a fantastic... But he's an alien. He's not a magical creature. Do you think Newt would want... Yeah, I think Newt would want all creatures. But he's... Alien and whatnot. I'm surprised he didn't have freaking Doctor Who down there. <laughs> this is part of the collection. Oh, what if they did a crossover with... Wait, well, which one of his beasts <laughs> was your favorite? Um... Ooh, that's a good... Oh, oh uh, uh... What's his name? The bow truckle. Picket! Yeah, Picket. Picket's so cute! 100%. I also thought Picket was the swooping evil. I, no, because the Picket was the one that picked his locks. Yes, but I thought he, because... It was a lizard thing. The swooping evil was a lizard thing. Yeah, it just, it looked, it was, they're both green, yeah, so I thought green, yeah. the lizard, I, I thought that was Picket, and I thought he could become a horrible nightmare bird. But yeah. that was incorrect. Sorry, yeah. you were saying what if it was a crossover with... Oh, one? if uh, it's Eddie Redmayne versus... Um, oh, I forget his name. Uh, oh, man. The Collector from Marvel. You mean Benicio Del Toro? Benicio Del Toro versus Eddie Redmayne trying to collect rare things. <laughs> that would be, I would see that. It would be a great movie, yeah, right? I would see that. Or just those two characters hanging out, talking. I would watch. I feel like Benicio Del know that they would get along. They're both a little socially awkward, so that might be Yes, and they lot. both really love uh, like rare stuff and one-of-a-kind things, but I think Benicio is a little less moral than Newt, probably. And he's a lot more materialistic, because he likes things. and Yeah, not just animals. Not really And he, he wants to just own them. He doesn't mm -hmm. want to help them. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, what if it's Newt springing them. out like a, a rare beast from Benicio del Toro's space collection? What if he's trying to free Howard the Duck? Oh, God, please, no, don't free Howard the Duck. <laughs> okay, never mind. I mean, I liked Howard the Duck as, as a child, but then I watched it as an adult, and that is a weird freaking movie. I've never seen it, and honestly, I don't really have a drive to. It's weird. It's weird. It gets progressively weirder as you, you get older and realize that this is... There's a duck. Mm -hmm. An animatronic and duck. Human relations. And he's, like, all about this chick. And I don't know how that's supposed to work. I don't... I don't know. Well, it's because a uh, human female is the defunct attractiveness in uh, space. Is it? Yeah, well, that's what I've learned from sci-fi. Oh, okay. Because no matter what you are, you find humanoid female attractive. Jabba the Hutt, who should have in no way found Princess Leia attractive, did. Yeah, that's true. And that's like a super common sci-fi thing. So I, we as humans are peak attractive. In the galaxy. Hmm. You know, I feel slightly better about myself. Right? Right now. Yeah. <laughs>
Uh, yep, uh, in that cup, we covered several Predator movies. We did. Uh, and they're probably coming out with a new one, which I'm worried, but excited for. As I am with most remake things. Uh, and we covered that Noah's a jerk and doesn't know what a good movie is. I don't think I said that Noah was a jerk. Yeah, movie. you said that you hated him? No, I pre- rewind the tape, play and it back. I you were the one that, that cut his brakes in college. I do what? Someone yeah. cut his brakes in college? Are you serious? <laughs> no, they... I think the brake line rusted out right before toilet papered Noah's car. And so we, me and, the, and John and uh, Big Pat, and on when we got back to the apartment, we were all like giggling and asking Noah about his car and work. And Noah was like, what did you guys do to my car? And I was like, we just toilet papered it. Why? He's like, my brakes don't work. And I went, Noah, did you just accuse me of cutting your brake? And it didn't work. So that guy is immortal. Okay, well, or at least he's he's immune to, you know, cliche murder attempts. Well, I'm glad he's not dead. I didn't say I on his own. You're the one that cut his brake line. I didn't cut his, we just went over this. I didn't, I was not there. I was, I didn't even know Noah at this point. I did not cut his Yeah, it was really weird that you wanted him dead. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm sorry, Noah. All right, I'm glad we got that figured out. So, hopefully this will work. And this will be a very weird podcast that you uh, listen to me ramble and Diana ramble about movies. So this has been the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Dugan, my dog wants to sign off. Dugan, say bye. Dugan, say bye.